And as Jeremy said, we're in this uh, series, it's called Reset. And uh, so I'm going to take 20 minutes to preach around a a concept of reset. And then we're going to do these water baptisms. We're going to give, what what will happen? We'll preach for 20 minutes. Then we're going to take about six or seven minutes after that to give people a chance to respond to the message. And then after that, we're going to baptize these 18 people, or there might be more. You might, even after tonight, you might like, I need to get water baptized. And tonight's the time. We've got boardies and shirts and towels and everything, right, Teresa? Yes, we do. Yes, we don't have, well, we can't do that because we don't have shorts. Someone will lend you that. Anyway, all right, just, we have one of these every two months, so we'll just keep moving along. All right, Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18 and 19 says this, but forget all that. What was in the verses before was all these amazing miracles that God had done for his people, delivered them out of slavery, Red Sea had opened up, manna could come, could come from heaven, water had, spring, water had come out of rocks. God had done all these amazing miracles. And the prophet Isaiah says, forget all that. It's nothing compared to what I am going to do. For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway everybody say pathway i will make a pathway through the wilderness and i will create rivers in the dry wasteland here we go i'll make a pathway through the wilderness i want to tell you tell us as a church i believe and this is a scripture that god began to gave us last year about birthing a new era for our church 2019 is the beginning of a new era in the life of our church if you're part of this church it's the beginning of a new era for you and your life right now that tells me although the past has been awesome we can forget a lot of what what's happened because God's about to do something incredible and something new he's already stirring in your heart with it many of you he's already stirring about what he's wanting to do in your heart and watch this it says and I'll make a pathway through the wilderness I'll create rivers in the dry wasteland now when the Bible talks about pathways it's talking about the ways of God God's ways. So many of you have, have, have come out of, uh, of uh, living a particular way that wasn't in a relationship with God. Lots of you are getting baptized tonight and you're, you're, you're stepping out of an old life and an old way of doing a certain things and you're stepping into a new way with Christ at the center of your life. And here's the deal. Uh, Jesus makes us right and he makes us right with God to get us to heaven. He changes us from the inside so that you can from one day go from hating Christians to loving Christians. You can go from one day to swearing to wanting to pray you can go from one day from wanting to to watch all this rubbish to wanting to read the bible and you're like did did i make that happen myself no it's because god made me a new creation that's what happens in people's lives and maybe you're here tonight and you're one of those people you're like what this is all a little bit weird but with one response to god from all your heart you can become a brand new creation it's amazing now here's the thing that gets you to heaven That will make you right with God. But then God doesn't just want you to get to heaven. He wants you to be successful on planet earth. He wants you to be successful, or the Bible uses the word prosperous, in all of the areas of your life, in your relationships, in your health, in your career, in your ministry, in in your inner world, your mental world, your emotional world. Every component of your life, God wants you to be successful. And so getting, getting right with Christ gets you to heaven, but beginning to walk on the pathways that God has begins to bring His blessing and favor to our lives. I want to talk about pathways. Let's just look at a couple of scriptures. Psalm 16, verse 11. You have made known to me the path 
of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. When you start to walk life God's way, you'll get filled with the joy of his presence. Proverbs 4.18, I love this. The path of the just is like the shining sun. It shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. This is the pathway. So there's a righteous way of doing life. It doesn't come naturally. Sometimes it goes against the way that you, the old you, the carnal fleshly you wants to do things. But there's a higher way that God's got. Now here's the deal. It doesn't lead to immediate success. You can sometimes watch some people on the wrong path and it's like, oh, their works, their things are going awesome. But usually it's a slippery path that ends up in destruction. But there's a righteous path with God that gets brighter and brighter for the rest of your life if you walk on the right path. It means your, your success won't be overnight. It will be progressive as we take the steps and walk the way that God wants us to live. All right, then uh, Psalm 65 verse 11. And I feel like this is a scripture for our, for our year as a church. I read it this morning. Marita texted to me a little while ago. And it says this, you crown the year with your goodness another version says you crown the year with a harvest i believe this is a harvest year for our church i believe last year was the biggest year ever i just believe god's going to blow the ceiling off this place this year and what he's going to do is our church it's and, and then it says and your paths drip with abundance the ways that God puts in front of us, actually, when we walk on them, abundance will drip down into our life. Prosperity and favor and goodness in every way, every component of your life will happen as we walk progressively and steadily on the pathways that God has for us. Last verse here, Psalm 23, verse 3 to 4 says this, He refreshes my soul. This is the, 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 the classic uh, shepherd's psalm. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I'll fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. See, even when you're going through the most difficult season in your life, even when you're going through the darkest valley, the shadow of death is over you. The sense of grief is overwhelming you. Where there doesn't seem to be a way forward. There's, even in that season, there is a pathway to walk. It might be you can only see the next step. It, can, it might be you can only see what's in front of you. But you just keep walking on the pathway of God. As you walk on that, he says, I will lead you through. He won't keep you in the valley of the shadow of death. He's going to lead you through it. He's going to walk you through. You're gonna, you are going to come out the other side. Someone needs to hear that today. All right, so let's, let's talk about this then. How do you walk on God's paths? How do you walk on His paths? What's, what's His ways? Many of you are getting baptized tonight that you're taking a step that's, put, that's one of God's ways. Water baptism will bring blessing and it will break bondages off your life. Strongholds tonight as you get baptized are going to break off your life because you're walking on God's path. When you're, the, the walking on God's path is obedience. Here's what Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 says. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him. Wait for it, and he will direct your I've started doing a study on paths. They're everywhere. It's like blessing and success comes to those who walk in God's paths. And so this, this gives us the idea for, for all of us, how do I find God's paths? Because on God's paths, there's steps. And here's the thing. It, it doesn't always make sense. It's like trust in the Lord. Don't, the way you think is a reflection of your a reflection of your upbringing. 
It's a reflection of what we've been told. It doesn't mean it's the truth. It's just what we've been told. Your brain cannot discern between what's right and wrong or truth or evil. It just We've just programmed it through life to be a certain way. And so sometimes God comes and says, now you've been doing things a certain way for so long, but it's not my way. I want you to trust me. I'm going to speak to you out of my word. I'm going to, this Bible is going to talk to us and I'm going to tell you a higher way, a higher path to walk on. And I want you, uh, you know, you've been walking along this path for years, but you're like, I want to go to the next level in my life what is it and usually God says well there's a there's a step to take you onto a higher path and he says I'll show you what the path is I'll lead it to you it might not make sense to you it might be counterintuitive it might it might be like I don't understand that that's that doesn't mesh with what I've been taught all of my life but suddenly the word of God gets opened up you read it you hear it preached something someone says something and the Holy Spirit he takes that thought and it goes straight to your heart just a whisper little little inkling a little idea and it's like God saying if you'll do this you'll get on to the next level he says just get water baptized and then suddenly you'll be walking on the next level with me. Just That's all you had to do. And then you'll walk along that and then along the way and you're walking like, this is awesome. This is your, now, but here's the thing. Once you've done that next step, you're, you're, you're walking that level. That, soon, that, that will be awesome for a while. But then, then you're just like, oh, what's the next thing, God? What, what have you got? The, the moment as a Christian, you stop thinking, what's the next step for me? What's the next thing for me? Your life is going to get stagnant. You're going to find just like the water that David ended up in down to be Alexandra Headland because there was no flow going through it. And he's got all those diseases that Dan told us about. Although there's healing in the house of God, David. All right, there, there's no flow going through it. Stagnant Christians are people who have stopped looking for their next step. They stop looking for God to order their steps to get the next pathway to take me. And, and then we, here's the thing, because we're living life upstream, Christianity is easy. It's simple, but not easy. It's simple, but not easy. It means we, we live life swimming upstream and against the culture and the spiritual atmosphere. So the moment we stop taking our next, taking our next step, we just start going backwards. And if you're going backwards in your whole life, it'll be a reflection of what's happening in your inner world. And God says, come on, open your ears tonight in this atmosphere, this prophetic atmosphere. I want to tell you your next step to get you onto the pathway where blessings are going to come. I'm going to read some things out to us tonight. I want everyone to stand up in the room right now. Just, I want you to wake up on the inside. Just stand up. I want you to lift your hands if you're, gonna, if you're like, okay, God, I'm ready for my next step. What is it? I'm surrendered for the, the pathway that you've got me to go on. I'm surrendered, whatever it is. Whisper it to me, Holy Spirit. Speak it to me, Holy Spirit. Fantastic. I'm going to just read some things out. This is what I'm believing. Even right now as I say them, God's going to maybe bring some of these to you. These will be steps for you. But otherwise, the atmosphere right now, the Holy Spirit is going to speak direct to your heart. For some of you, it's to get baptized. For some of you tonight, it's to make a decision to become a Christian and follow Jesus. For some of you tonight, it's to say, I'm going to the leader's big day out to put myself in a place where I'm going to grow and I'm going to be influenced outside of my comfort zone. For some of you, it's, you're going to sign up for internship in 2019. You're going to get involved in this program that will be life-changing. For some of you, your next step is to begin to tithe and give 10% to God. That's one of the pathways for your finances that will drip with abundance. 
For some of you, you're going to make a decision. I'm coming to church every Sunday. I'm setting that day aside for God this year. For some of you, I'm going to get more involved in church. The way to do that is to do the growth track. For some of you, this year, God's going to get you to start running a group and you don't even feel like you're ready, but it's just a whisper of the Holy Spirit. Some of you are going to join a team on the church, in the church. Some of you are going to join the all-in team on a Sunday afternoon and give yourself for other people's lives. Some of you are going to set your alarm 15 or 30 minutes earlier and start to read and pray your Bible every morning. It's just a step you're going to take. Some of you are going to invite someone to your house for a barbecue. Some of you are going to uh, uh, go and give someone a gift. Someone's going to invite a friend to church so they, that they've been thinking they should invite, but you're making a decision. Some of you are going to stop going to certain places because you know when you go there, it sucks you back into an old lifestyle. Some of you are going to get married. You're actually going to make the decision to stop sleeping together and get married and do it God's way. Some of you are going to forgive that person that you've been carrying in your heart and start praying for them. Some of you have got haunts from your past that you've never told anyone. And tonight you're going to make a decision to tell a mature leader or a Christian about what's haunting you from your past. Because when you get it out of the dark and you get it into the light, God can set you free from that. Some of you are going to set a prayer goal for 2019 for the amount of hours you're going to pray for the year. Some of you are going to set a podcast goal for the amount of podcasts you're going to listen to for the year. Some of you are going to start a business. Some of you are going to invite that girl to the movies. Some of you is going to take that boy out for coffee. Someone's going to buy a house. Someone's going to sign up for uni. Someone's going to try out for that team. Someone's going to apply for that job you don't think you're qualified for. You're going to step out. Come on, give the Lord a clap right now. You're going to do something. You can grab your seats. This is what I found. If you want the Holy Spirit to speak to you about the big things, then you've got to listen to Him about the little things. And you just got to make a decision. This is how you walk on God's pathways. You just make a decision. And you know what? Even if it's the wrong decision, Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and He delights in His ways. I want to set you free from making the wrong decision. I want to set you free from that, the fear. Some of you are feeling, I'm so indecisive. Is that God? Is it not God? Should I do it? Should I not do it? If you're in the house of God and you feel a whisper in your heart to do something, then do it. Does it mean you're guaranteed success? No, but often failure leads to your greater success. Get free from the fear of failure. You're not going to fail. And even if you do, you stepped out and it was a success. Have a go, have a crack. I found years ago, I remember, when you step out, God moves with you. I was in a meeting. I was 20 years old, and I was in a prayer meeting, and the Holy Spirit said, I want you to go on this particular missions trip. And I just made a decision. I'm going to go. Did I have the money for it? No. But I made a decision on the inside. Prayer meeting finished. Walked to the back of the room. Someone walked over to me and said, God just spoke to me about paying for you to go on this missions trip. Just like that. Now, I love it when it all happens within a space of 20 minutes. It's an awesome moment, okay? God was encouraging my faith. But here's the deal. Don't worry about how it's going to happen. Just make a decision. You're going to step out. If God's nudging you, you're going to get on His paths. Are we doing all right? That's the first thing. The second thing, once we've made a decision, we need to stir up our faith. Walk God's way. You're going to stir up your faith. Because tonight you're pumped about it. But tomorrow morning you wake up and you're like, what did I make that decision for? Oh my gosh. What did I In the Presence Conference last year, God spoke to me about us planning a church in Melbourne as a church. 
It was, and it was like so strong and so clear. I believe that big moment came because I listened to God with the little moments and keep stepping out in obedience in the little moments. And so that big moment came and it was awesome. But then I remember driving into Melbourne a few months later and I'm driving in, I'm just going, you idiot, you've gone public. This is a long way from home. You know, you don't know anyone in the area you're going to. This is a massive place. And fear and, and worry began to set in. But you know what? I'd made a decision already. We'd made a decision because God said it. We've gone public on it. So the next thing I need to do is stir up my faith. And some of you are making a decision tonight. And some of you, I know, are going to do internship in 2019. It's like God is stirring. It's this like little gnawing thing. It won't go away. So tonight, I want you to make the decision. And then tomorrow when you wake up and go, oh my goodness, I made that decision. Then you're going to stir up your faith. The way you stir up your faith, real quick and simple, is this. You just pray, especially in tongues. You, you speak God's promises out because that, when faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. So you speak them out. You bind the spirit of fear. You come against the devil who wants to undermine the decisions that you've made. You listen to faith-building podcasts and you read faith-building books. And I want to just practically recommend three of my go-to books that I read to whenever I need to grow in my faith, which seems to be pretty regularly because I keep making big decisions that require faith. And so three, one is a book called Faith by Pastor Phil Pringle. It's a must read for everyone who wants to live a big life. Uh, the next one is called The Fourth Dimension and it's written by Dr. Yongi Cho, the pastor of the world's largest church, 850,000 people in Seoul, Korea. He might have a few ideas about faith. And the third one is a book that you might have heard me talk about called The Circle Maker, Prayer. So I've made that decision and I just stir up my faith. I'm just, God, I'm stirring it up. I'm getting back to the environment where you spoke to me. What you spoke to me in the light, I'm not going to question when it's dark. I'm going to switch the light on on the inside. God said do that, and now I, I don't need the feelings. I've just made a decision, and I'm going to follow through on it by, by uh, activating my own faith. The third thing is quite simple, is then I'm going to step out. As the great prophet Nike said, just do it just do it come on I'm gonna I'm gonna step out I'm gonna do things afraid I'm gonna do them uncomfortable I'm gonna do them awkward you saw me dancing you know that's true I'm gonna I'm gonna do things when when I'm I mean I'm double-minded about it I'm gonna do things when I'm I'm 80% sure it's gonna fail I'm going to do things when, when, I'm, when I'm worried about what people are going to think about me. I'm going to do things. Why? Because God loves it when you step out regardless of, what, of, of guaranteed success. You're just going to step out. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to make a way. I'm going to, I'm going to uh, get on the phone and tell someone I've made a decision to do this. I'm going to find a faith partner and say, I've committed to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to get together. Tonight, Pastor Dan and I are getting together with the exec team because God's been speaking to us about all these radical things for this year really since the beginning of this year God's been speaking to us about radical new things about changes about risky things and I'm, I would I was preparing this message this afternoon and then I'm like thinking about some of the things the Lord told me and I'm like oh man oh man oh man and then I'm like oh this preacher's for you buddy you need to step out. You need to just do it right now. You just need to take a risk and step out. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't matter. But that's where God moves when we take steps of faith. Come on, can I get the band to come on up right now? Step out. Just do it. Get that leader's big day out form. Sign it. You're like, I love what Hope said. I, don't, I didn't feel like I have the personality of a leader. Leadership doesn't have a personality. 
Leadership is every kind of personality that God created. Leadership is simply a person who wants to help others and influence their lives for a positive change. And so you need to get into an atmosphere that encourages to think bigger, to want to change people. And, you know, and the Holy Spirit's talking to people all over this room right now. Get to that day. Sign up for it. So what you're going to do is you're going to sign up tonight. And I said this this morning. I want to say it again. If you can't, whatever you can afford, there's prices on it. But whatever you can afford, I want you to pay. So, so if you can only afford five bucks, I want no one in our church. This is always our policy. We want no one in our church to ever miss out on an opportunity for growth or a conference because you can't afford it. We will sponsor you. You'll make a way. If you fill out that form and write $10 and that gets you there, fine. That, we want you there because we're creating an atmosphere for a church of influences in every sphere of society, every sphere that we live in. Your family, your home, your sport, your business, your school, every sphere, you're called to be a leader. Make that decision. Here it is tonight. Make a decision. Come on, close your eyes right now. I want everyone in this room to make one decision tonight. The Holy Spirit's talking to you about make a decision. Then make a decision that I'm going to keep stirring up my faith. And then I'm going to do it now. I'm just going to step out, do something. If God's speaking to you about a decision for you to make tonight, would you raise your hand and say, God's speaking to me right across this room. Come on, a decision. The Holy Ghost is talking to you. Just raise your hand and say, what do you mean? What's the Holy, what's that? It's just this little inkling on the inside. There's a new way for me to do things. Come on, put your hand up if that's you. Heaps of people. You're taking a, a new step. You're going to make a, do things a different way. So good. You can put your hands down. 